Hello and welcome to the Inner Work Conversation. I'm Nikki Cross and today I am sharing something that I always get really excited about because this is my behind the scenes. This is you having an insight into the work that I do and I can't think of any better way to A, share some of this work with you and B, give you a bit of a taster of what this work is like to do together So here's what you've got in this episode. Today's snippet comes from something you've probably heard me talk about countless times, which is hour one. Hour one, which is something something that we um, typically practice on a Monday inside one of my service offerings, which is called the Thrive First Method. Now, if you are like, what's the Thrive First Method? The first thing that I'm going to ask you to do is just head on over to TLB. So it stands for Thrive Life and Business, tlb.org.uk forward slash TFM checkout, Thrive First Method checkout. So that's tlb.org.uk forward slash TFM checkout. And you can read about it there if you want to. But it's not a prerequisite for this episode. It's just in case you want the flavor of what the Thrive First Method is and what we practice in there. I think you're going to get a pretty good indication of what that is anyway. Let me tell you all about it. In um, hour one, it starts at 9.15 and it ends at 9.55. And during that time, I lead my members through the practice of the Thrive First Method because it's a method, right? And with methods, you have to practice them. And um, what I do from 9 till 9.15 is I invite my members for a completely optional coffee chat, which is just a lovely, relaxed and um, informal opportunity for us to catch up and for me to share some of the things that have been going on for me personally, Nikki Cross, as I have been practicing the method. Because what you'll discover as you listen, or if you're on Spotify, as you watch this episode, is it's in my practicing of this method where I notice certain things come up for me. And normally what happens, which you'll, again, you'll see in this episode, normally what happens is when I share what's coming up for me, my members go, shit, me too. (laughs) And so whether you practice the method or not, I absolutely know that this is going to resonate for you. So let me tell you what this episode is about. This episode is about how conditionally we support ourselves based on whether we're doing good or not good. So what I'm talking about good or not good is how conditional your self-support is based on are you achieving results? Are you doing well in inverted commas or not so well? Are you getting the results that you want to get or not so much? And what I notice, um, and this did come up in on a coaching call last week, um, was something that I talk about a lot, which is the bigger the ambition, the bigger the goal. And I don't mean there in terms of size of the goal. I mean in terms of boldness and um, how how much the goal challenges what you believe is possible for you. The bigger the goal in that sense, the bigger the self-support. I actually had, as I say, a a coaching call last week where I said, where this person was explaining to me that their goal for April is basically 50% bolder than any goal they'd ever set for themselves before. And I just want to make it really clear, although it's the Thrive First Method, so it's very much about 
you're thriving, not being conditional based upon how productive you've been or how well you've done, et cetera, et cetera. I want to make it really clear that one of the things I support my clients with in that space is being ambitious, is owning their ambitions. I think that because of um, success and ambition and all of these words have come become so wrapped up in the hustle culture, um, the sort of very um, masculine energy, bro, if you're not waking up at five o'clock in the morning, you're not worthy of anything kind of thing. And I, I just want to make a stand for actually the people that I support, they do have ambitions. They do have lives that they want to create and businesses that they want to work within and, and careers that they want to fulfill them. And sometimes it, it just takes for a bit of unraveling in order to connect to that ambition. And all of that is to say that when they do connect to that ambition and they do start creating what they want and going after what they want. That's what this is all about is pulling into your world goals that have previously you've sort of counted out because you think that that's too big for you or you're not big enough for it. And I'm here to say that the bigger the goal, the bolder the goal, the more self-support is required because the bolder the goal, the more shit, (laughs) inner shit, and maybe even outer shit it's going to bring up for you. So in this episode, I'm talking about how conditional your self-support is based on the results that you're seeing in this moment and also how real you are really being with yourself about what you're willing to experience. One of the things that you'll hear me talk about in this episode is the Zoom Out process, which I do monthly inside the Thrive First Method. And by the way, if you're a one-to-one client of mine, you also get access to the Thrive First Method. So just in case, right, just in case you were thinking, um, I'm gonna re- I'm gonna summarize that in a bit, so I, w- I won't I won't dwell too much on that now. But one of the things that you hear me talk about here is how willing you are to experience certain things as you take steps in the direction of where you're saying you want to be headed. And what I mean when I say how honest and how open and how real you're being with yourself about what you're really willing to experience, what I actually mean about that is. It's really easy to say things like, and you'll hear it on this replay because I'm chatting to the people live on the call. You'll hear it. When they say to me, I'm willing to experience self-doubt, what I say back to them is, can we dig into that? Can we get real about that? Can we be really honest with ourselves about what is actually going to come up for you when you say, I'm willing to experience self-doubt? I'm willing to experience letting go of control a little bit because I'm going to tell you, When you get real with yourself, realer, more honest with yourself about what shit is going to come up, you get more equipped to support yourself more appropriately on your steps, on your journey. So um, I'm really excited to share this with you. I'm not going to talk for much longer. I'm just going to play the episode or the replay. If you are on any other app, than Spotify, then this will be an audio only episode. If you're on Spotify, you'll be able to watch this as well. And I'm pointing that out because some of you are listening to these podcast episodes with a view to at some point working with me. And I want to give you what it's like to work with me. This is what it's like to work with me because this is off a live call. On that note, before I head into the episode, an insight into my work. 
This is the th- what you're about to hear today is a snippet of the Thrive First method. The doors to that are always open. You can join at any time. There is a full method inside there waiting for you. And there's also cheat modules and the actual live events. So it's all there. It's already and waiting for you. The doors are also at the moment open to Evolve, which is my coaching um, program. My doors are also open to my one-to-one work, which is both a one-off get unstuck call and also the inner work journey, which is my um, larger, more intimate, more deeper transformational coaching experience. So I'm explaining all of this because the best thing that's happened over the last few weeks for me and my potential clients is that they've booked in an inquiry call with me. Too often I see people sort of skirting around the edges of my work because they're not quite sure which option is best for me. So I'll just wait to read a little bit more or hear a little bit more explained. And I'm like, just book in an inquiry call because sometimes you're you're booking an inquiry call maybe because you're thinking of working with me in Evolve. This has happened this week, working with me in Evolve. And actually the one that's more appropriate to you is the Thrive First Method. Or maybe you've booked an inquiry call thinking about the Thrive First Method. And actually someone's gone on to work with me one-to-one because they know that they get that included. And so I'm. this is sort of, before I head into the episode, a bit of a, if you're here for the free stuff, you're going to love this episode. And it's going to give you an insight into my work and also really help you understand what I actually mean when I say at the end of every podcast episode, please never forget, I am always cheering you on. And I really do hope that you are cheering you on too. That's at the end. Do not switch this episode off until you get to that. But if you're here thinking, I want to work with her, but I'm just not sure in what capacity. I'm going to leave the link to book an inquiry call in the show notes. I encourage you to do so. It's all linked, my services and the link for an inquiry call. So without further ado, let me play the episode for you now. I'm so excited. Tell me your feedback. Message me on Instagram or LinkedIn or on my email address. I'll link it all in the show notes. And uh, yeah, without further ado, let's get going. Enjoy. Welcome to our one coffee chat on the 11th of April, 2023. A little while ago, a couple of weeks ago, you did your Zoom out session and your Zoom out session helps you to clarify what is important from a Zoomed out perspective. That is to say, when you look six to 12 months down the line that is your life, what is important to you? How does that feel from an abstract and vague perspective What does it feel like? What does it look like? And when we zoom back in, we are doing so with a view to seeing the woods from the trees, but also to um, help you identify how you can take really small steps towards that place, right? And so when we do that, and when we take the small steps towards that place, what we do is we figure out, okay, well, that must mean then, tricky yes, my sneaky suspicion is the best next step over the next four weeks is for me to take, to do this, to go there, for this to be my focus, for that to be my goal. And from that place is where your high value activities come. So every week when we meet in hour one, your high value activities come from that goal being your North Star, knowing that that North Star is taking you closer to that zoomed out version of you. And therefore your high value activities, it's basically like you pulling your hand back and being like, hey, 
I know that that to-do list is important and I'm going to deal with that. I know I have obligations and I'm going to fulfill them. And I know that I'm important. So I am going to thrive first. But my high value activities is me pulling my hand away and saying, this is me taking my step towards the thing that I said was meaningful and important to me. Right. So when I think about that and when you guys know I've been away this weekend, but on the drive home, I was thinking about my high value activities this week and the unfortunate but inevitable thing happened. The high value activities felt disgusting. (laughs) They felt scary. They felt horrible. They felt, put it this way, my I found my brain wanting to go. I could do that instead, right? But I could do those things instead. I found my brain coming up with very reasonable and justified reasons as to why those high value activities weren't in alignment with me. Tricky, tricky shit. Because as soon as my integrity and my values come into question, I'm like, no, 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 can't do that, won't do that. Will not do that. And Nikki gets on her soapbox and goes, absolutely not. We will not be doing that high value activity. And it's all very subconscious. That's the thing. It's all very subconscious. So what I had to do this morning was before meeting you guys is return to my Zoom out for the month and be like, there's a thing at the end of Zoom out. And I wonder if I'm not the only one that needs to revisit it. And so this morning in the coffee chat, what we're going to do is revisit that thing at the end of Zoom out. And even if you haven't done it, this is your opportunity too. At the end of Zoom out, I ask you a couple of questions um, and I ask you to go away and really, really spend time with these couple of questions. And these questions are things like, instead of only valuing myself on achieving the outcome and succeeding and getting it right, I pledge myself to value me. I pledge to value myself for, let me read it again because I fucked it up. Instead of only valuing myself for achieving the outcome, succeeding, getting it right, I pledge to value myself for. So what I want you to do, and I'm going to pause the recording here, what I want you to do is I want you to think about, and if you want to put it in the chat, please do. I want you to think about your goal for this month, your goal for April. And I want you to answer that question. What did you say that you would value yourself for that is irrelevant? Not irrelevant to your to you achieving the goal, but is like the undercurrent of who you become. What did you say you would value yourself for that is an undercurrent that lives below you actually achieving that goal? What did you say that you would value yourself for? Pausing the recording here. Lovely. So we've got answers in the chat here. And by the way, if you're listening to this on replay and being like, oh, I didn't do it. I didn't do that bit. I just want to let you know you can do it now. (laughs) This is an opportunity for you to do it now. Please do not take the method and be perfectionistic about it. So someone in the chat is saying, I'm doing it now. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you why these questions are so important in a minute. I'm just going to give you another one. And then I'm going to go back and give you the why, why this is so important. So in the chat, I've got value myself for standing by myself, having my own back. Amazing. 
what I want you to do is I want you to be like, when? I'll stand by myself and have my own back. When? When what? When? And by all means, share this in the chat. But again, for everyone listening to this, whether you're live and on replay or on replay, I want you to really think, if that was my thing that I'm going to value myself for, my growth that I'm going to value myself for is standing by myself, having my own back. What that what that indicates to me is that there's going to be a situation in this month where you need to stand by yourself and have your own back. And that could be when the voices inside of you, the self-doubt, the inner critic inside of you steps up and says, no, you dickhead, don't do that. Don't do these things. Or it could be... Um, Okay, here we go. There's the answer in the chat. When I'm about to people please, when I'm about to go against my values, what I have defined as important to me, right? Yeah. So it's important here that when we zoom out and we do this whole goal setting thing and we come together every single Monday, it's important to know that, you know, it's human and normal, right? To go about pursuing this thing, go after what you want with your full heart and you've got to remember that it is fully human to experience self-doubt, to experience inner critic chat, to experience people outside of you being disappointed with you, to have to say no. It's not like, cool, so the world is going to be on pause and everyone is going to be delighted with me when I go after this thing. It's That's fucked up nonsense shit, Right. But what we do in our own brain is think, oh, well, high value activities have to feel empowering. High value activities have to feel good. High value. Acti and I'm here to say, probably not. You're probably going to get to the end of the month and be like, wow, check me out. I did those things. Go me. That's probably going to feel good. The reflection back is probably going to feel good. Even, even you actually carving out time to ensure these things get done is going to feel like shit. All of it. Join the Thrive First method. Feel like shit. <laughs> but it's meaningful and it's important to you. And so I'm here to ask you the question this morning, what are you prepared? How are you prepared to value yourself? Not only on actually achieving the goal, because nine times out of 10, we don't achieve the goal. Or we might not achieve the goal, not nine times out of 10, that's dramatic. But a lot of the time, we don't we don't actually achieve the goal. Sometimes you achieve it halfway through the month. But the goal is just like the cherry on the cake. It's the icing. It's the, it's the thing that we get as a lovely little winning bonus, right? It's not actually what we're aiming for. The goal is just a facilitator of two things, expanding what we believe is possible for us and facilitating our growth, both in our skills and also in our belief of what we believe is possible for us. And so when I'm asking you the question, instead of only value yourself for achieving the goal and succeeding and getting it right, what do you value yourself for as well? And the next question that I'd like you to ask yourself, which also is in Zoom Out, but I am going to ask it here as well. What are you willing to feel and experience what, as you pursue this, what are you willing to feel and to experience? Pausing the recording here. If you only just joined, we're talking about your goal for this month. And we're talking about how important it is 
to connect to the dark side of your goal, the things that you might want to skirt over and gloss over. What are you willing to experience? What are you willing to feel as you take steps in the direction of your goal, aka high value activities? Pausing the recording here. The answers are normally in what you want to avoid, in what might be coming up for you already. So we've got comments in the chat here of like, I've had a lot of self-doubt this last week and I'm willing to feel the discomfort of stretching myself. I'm willing to feel challenged, yeah. I'm willing to feel a little out of control and what when you feel stretched and when you feel challenged and when you feel a little out of control, what does that feel like? What does that create inside of you? When you feel these things, self-doubt, discomfort, challenged, a little out of control, what does that create inside of you? No, 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 I don't want you to, I don't want you to um, go to the place of, and I've conquered it and it's amazing. I want you to go back into the ship, please. And I want you to stay in the zone of when I'm in that, when I, when the self-doubt is roaring, here's how I feel. Good. Well done. It feels like I need support, space for self-soothing. It creates an urge to stop and hide and procrastinate. Good. Noticing all of this is going to be the thing in our one when we get to the end of it and you've mapped in, dive in first, and you've mapped in your high value activities and you've mapped in your obligations and you've reviewed your list and you've delegated, you've deleted, you've deferred and you've got your due items and it's all in. And I'm saying to you, what support do you need this week? Tap into the version of you who wants to stop, hide, procrastinate. Tap into the version of you that feels like a small little child that feels threatened by her own actions that she's got scheduled in. Tap into the version of you that feels stretched, challenged, and full of self-doubt and ask yourself, what do they need? Because that's the job in our one. The job in our one isn't to build this beautiful, carved out fucking week of time slots that's not the job. The job is to be your own supporter. And being your own supporter, by the way, doesn't just look like kicking your own ass, putting a rocket up your own bum and being like, we are going to prioritize the meaningful things to us. Being your own supporter also means being that version of yourself that is like, and I'm going to be there for you when it feels like shit to do that. And I'm going to support you in that space. And so that's why I wanted before we head into our one today. And if you've missed this beginning bit of our one, I encourage you to go back. I might put it on the podcast. I encourage you to go back and re-listen to it. This is the work. The work isn't about planning. The work, although we plan, <laughs> the work isn't about productivity, although we are meaningfully productive. The work is about how am I supporting myself to thrive first, go after meaningful goals that matter to me and mean something to me and will shift and change and make me evolve as I practice this, yeah? And the job in our one is to identify where is the shit going to come up, feel bad, roar at me and want to make me stop and how can I support myself the best in that space? And if you are leaving our one, not facing some of that feeling, 
May I suggest that you get more real with yourself? May I suggest that you get more honest with yourself as you are planning out your week? Because I can tell you on my on my trip home yesterday, when I was thinking through my own hour one and I was jotting some notes down, I wanted to avoid the high value activities. I wanted to avoid them. I wanted to give up. I wanted to change my goal. I wanted to hide from myself. And I wanted to rationalize and justify and convince myself that other things are probably better for me to focus on and spend my time and energy and attention on. And it was so easy in that moment to open up Instagram. And it was so easy in that moment to get annoyed with Jimmy who was breathing too loud. It was so easy for all of these things to happen and for me not to realize that what was actually going on was the frustration inside of me of trying to avoid my own discomfort. And that's not what this method is about. This method is about actually bringing your discomfort to the surface and being like, how do I support myself there? How do I, in an adult and mature way, support the version of me that feels like a small child and it's my own fault because I'm doing this to myself because I'm practicing the method? That. So at the end of our one, when I say, and how can you cheer yourself on this week? That's not always just about a mantra. That's not always, and if it is a mantra, it shouldn't sound like I am supportive of myself always. Because you're not going to be. Sometimes you are going to go to the fridge and face plant chocolate that's left over from Easter because you want to avoid the discomfort. And in that moment, you're going to say, oh, and there I fucked up again, haven't I? There I fucked up again, haven't I? Because I said in my mantra, I will support myself always and this isn't supportive of myself. We don't do that here. No, we grow here, we evolve here. So at the end of our one, when I'm saying to you, can you think of a mantra that's gonna support you this week? That mantra should be supportive. So if it did sound like I will be unconditionally supportive of myself, instead it will sound like I will practice being more supportive every day towards myself. I'll practice that. Even in the moments where I wanna give up on myself, even in the moments where I wanna faceplant the chocolate. I will be kind and supportive to myself in those moments when I'm a dickhead, when I'm speaking really mean to myself, even then, right? Let me just read the chat and then we're going to, um, we're going to head on in. Uh, I really needed this this morning. I, I think I always think of cheering as actually cheering, but this has really resonated about what supporting myself can look like. Yeah, I'm definitely going to put this on the inner work conversation because at the end of every single episode, I always say, please never forget, I am always cheering you on and I hope that you're cheering you on too. And what I actually mean when I say that is in the moments where you want to give up on yourself, in the moments where you want to go, I actually can't do this. I thought I could and I can't. In the moments where you want to say, shit, I invested in that course and I'm not doing it and therefore I'm a failure. Or I put myself forward for that thing and I can't take the steps and therefore I'm a failure. In the moments where you are doing the affirmations and you are sabotaging yourself in that moment, I want you to notice that supporting yourself doesn't look like, go Nikki, go, give it all you got. Supporting yourself sometimes looks like you fucked up there and you can still love and unconditionally support yourself in that place and recognize that, yes, there is room for you to grow and evolve and you are okay right now because you're human and you're going to have all of these feelings and you're meant to have all of these feelings and you're going to grow. And this is all part of that experience. Without this, you don't grow into who you're becoming. 
without this experience right now where you where you did abandon yourself this week where you didn't do the things that you said you were going to do with without this you're not going to become who you're going to become so actually experience this be with yourself experiencing this because it's not always going to feel good and that's okay that's normal that's human it's okay we don't run away from it yeah this this isn't about oh i know what to do i'll put in more yoga practices this week oh i know what to do i'll drink more water oh i know what to do i'll get more sleep no this is not those things are lovely and they are part of the method specifically connect to yourself module 1 thrive first right in your mind your body your spirit this is not about that this is about when you're going after your goal and it feels like shit and you want to give up where can you support yourself in that moment? Sometimes that sounds and looks like getting very still, getting quiet, being with the discomfort that is in yourself and being like, how, Nikki, tell me right now what needs to be heard that I refuse to hear. What needs to be felt that I want to not feel. What needs to be said or done I want to avoid. Sometimes that's support. Yeah. We went on a little bit longer than I anticipated. But I feel like for every single one of us, and this is why I practice the method myself, because I cannot experience what you might be going through if I am not too practicing this. And it is, I want to let you know, it is so easy to practice this at a very surface level. And only you can take this method and make it your own, tailored to the very unique human that is you with all of your experiences and all of your wounds and all of your things that you've got going on at the same time as all of the things that are important to you, meaningful to you, ambitions and goals that you've got. Unique human. Only you can take the method and make this work for you. I encourage you to deepen your practice by getting more closer to yourself that are we ready for hour one <laughs> i haven't even had a coffee <laughs> well i am having a coffee right now <laughs> okay cool 